Well, you're always open for business. Now, whether you're going to be able to move it or we're going to be able to move it or not, but we're very comfortable taking the pick as well. You know, you got to be prepared for anything in this league. So to say we won't shop it is, is probably uh, not 100% correct, but to say we will is probably not either. So we're going to see what comes, and if, if something comes our way and it, it, it makes sense to us, we'll make that decision at that time. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday as the NFL Combine is rolling in Indianapolis. A lot of coaches, GM speaking yesterday. Trent Balke, the uh, general manager of the Jacksonville Jaguars, sounds like he is at least open uh, or posturing or just talking in circles like these GMs do about trading the number one overall pick. Let's dive into some mock draft stuff here. Next hour, Michael Beller of The Athletic. Later on the show, Jason Logan of Covers. But it is interesting, to, you know, as we try to bet on the NFL draft and, and wager on who will be the number one pick, you can wager on, you know, which quarterback will be selected first. You know, so, sometimes mock drafts can be looked at as, as kind of silly, Joe. There's so many mock drafts. I mean, literally, I think it's CBS Sports. They literally do a new one every single day. Come on. Because people click. 17.0. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but if you find the right people and, and some some people out there are more accurate over the years than others, you yeah. could get a glimpse into how, you know, this might go. And I was I think I, I was listening to it. A former GM mentioned that he, he would have his analytics staff cross reference their board with mock drafts like they would take all the mock drafts that are out there and they would just like really? just as a reference point kind of look like. That's where everyone thinks it might go. Here's what we think. And then they kind of put it together. So there's some value to it if you want to bet on the NFL draft where these where these people think these guys might go. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's available to bet on after the combine. Because I, I noticed that some sports books decided to take down first quarterback, first running back, all that stuff a bit, uh, off the board during the combine. But they still have the number one overall pick still up there. And we mentioned it yesterday, but uh, I, I know not everybody heard it. I mean, it's across the board. Odds on favorite with Evan Neal. And uh, recently, that was not the case. And that's really fluctuated a, a, a bit here. Because remember, throughout the entire college football season, Thibodeau was the favorite to be the number one overall pick because it was clear that it was going to be Jacksonville and they don't need a quarterback and it's a terrible quarterback class. But you can find Thibodeau at a price of 10 to 1 or better. I don't know if he's going to get some steam. Maybe a, a great week. He is a f athletic freak. Maybe he could uh, get some steam into that top three. But right now, it's all about uh, Neil as the odds-on favorite. Uh, Hutchinson, the second favorite at most spots. Equanu is uh, the third favorite, and that's the guy that Kuiper has going number one to Jacksonville. And uh, a month ago. He was 100 to one to be the number one wow. overall pick. And, and now he's all the way uh, down to the third favorite. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I think if you look at, you know, the team that has the number one pick, they've got their quarterback. They're going to need to get him protection. The value isn't there with Evan Neal as a minus favorite. Plus they haven't even had the combine yet. Right. So why would you, why would you place a bet on a minus favorite before the combine? There is even some negative stuff coming out about Evan Neal, about his effort and things like that. I've heard some mm. doubts, and some criticism. So you look who's next at Aquanu, and I've heard great things about him. Um, he's a finesse player. He's a two-way player. Um, and if you think they're going to take an O-lineman, that could be where the value is. It 
plus 400. It does feel like offensive line is where the Jaguars land. Like perhaps they fall in love with Hutchinson or, or Thibodeau, Joe, as you were saying, the combine could change some things, but it no. feels like the Jaguars protecting their quarterback they invested in last year. That's probably the way this is going to end up. And then, you know, after that, I mean, the, the part about this year's draft that makes it interesting and I think more difficult to project is there's no quarterback. No None. one thinks a quarterback's going in the top five. But or most say not top ten. Right. Yes. But it always happens. So is that one desperate team that isn't able to land someone with a trade or in free agency? Are, are they going to move up and just say, hey, we, we got to take a swing. Let's take a swing uh, until we hit on this position. Is Pickett worth it? And can't wait to hear about the hand size uh, over the next few days. That's is that going to be the number one story, even though the quarterback uh, crop stinks this year? That everyone wants to know about Pickett's hand size and you know, how, how that's going to impact him. Terrible. So, is, is it true that he's double jointed and that that affects the size? That's like what he said. I, I saw a video he was doing. Where he was basically like talking about how he's doing thumb exercises to make his hand measure bigger i'm like dude dumb. kenny your hand's not gonna be bigger by moving your thumb around it is what it is got tiny yeah. hands man yeah i mean that's that's what it is yeah and it's gonna hurt you in the draft probably but he's gonna be a first rounder right so so let me ask you this do you think if if our audience wants to bet on the nfl draft and wager on it in different kinds of ways would you wait to see how the quarterback dominoes play out because that's no. going to affect – no, I, because that could affect things. Who will be the top quarterback off the board? Like, uh, let's say a team like Carolina. They seem desperate for a quarterback. Perhaps they land Deshaun Watson. Perhaps they don't. If they don't land Deshaun Watson, I don't think the Carolina Panthers have a pick after, the first, after number six for the next two rounds. Like, if they don't get Deshaun Watson or whoever, don't they have to take quarterback at six? I've just learned if someone's pr uh, plus money in, in these draft markets – the earlier you bet, the better. If you mm. like something, go after it. It's probably going to get shorter. You're not going to get better odds. That That's usually uh, what ends up happening. And, okay, if you wait it out, you still know there are going to be a few teams that are drafting in the first round that are going to be desperate for a quarterback. There's going to be. There just aren't enough quarterbacks to go around. And, and they're going to talk themselves into a player. Or they, they, they think they can develop any quarterback with their new offense or, or whatever it is, new scheme, new head coach. Um, so I, I would not wait because the odds are likely to get worse, especially as we get closer to the draft. It, it's not – as you get closer to the draft year after year, there's more hype about quarterbacks, not less. Well, that's true, right? It, it boosts up. Um but it was, so we were, I was looking at Austin Gale, Pro Football Focus. He put up his mock sure. draft, and there were quarterback trades in there. He projected an Aaron Rodgers trade to the Denver Broncos. He has Russell Wilson ending up with the Seattle Seahawks. Carr it's with so the Raiders. It's so silly when people project trades. Just stop. That's silly. You could, I mean, has you anybody could, ever I, nailed those? Like compensation or like where a player goes? Compensation is hard to guess. No, where a player goes and how it's going to be a different team than than what we have slotted at the moment. Well, it's interesting because this offseason seems to be like which of these guys moves, right? Where, where, where is the, how's the dominoes fall? Yeah, Bruce Arians yesterday, I heard him talking to the combine. He he said there's good, he thinks there'll be less quarterback movement, veteran quarterback movement than people think. Hmm. What about Bruce Arians' comments about Tom Brady about how he gets all the credit and there was other guys? Did you see that yesterday? Oh, I missed that one. 
Was he? Was that I just saw the Bruce? quote that he said. Tom gets all the credit, but there's other guys that played a part in our success. <laughs> I think that's a fair point. It I, is. Yeah. It's a good argument though, because then it's like. If Tom goes to another team like the 49ers, he'll probably get all the credit again, you know? They're going to be so pissed if he goes to another team and plays. Did you hear what he said? I thought they were going to let him. Well, did you hear what he said yesterday about the compensation? So he was asked, like, hey, what if Tom Brady hypothetically wanted to come out of retirement but wanted to play for another team? How would you guys handle that? Would you, you like, let him do it? He Mm -hmm. said the cost would be five number one picks. Oh, my God. Stop. (laughs) Nice try. Sure. I mean, you got to say that, right? Open microphone. It's going everywhere. Just go over the top. Five, ten, whatever. (laughs) You know you're not going to get that. I do think, though, the cost of these quarterbacks is way higher than people think. Like, I'm looking at this mock draft Austin Gale put out, Pro Football Focus, and it's like, for Russell Wilson, I think he put it as a one this year, one next year, and like a three. Carson Wentz last year went for a one and a three. If Russell Wilson is really on the trade block – Seahawks are going to ask for like three or four number ones, and they should. Right. Uh, what are the Eagles doing with all your picks, man? Yeah. Tell them. Howie, Howie Roseman speaks today, uh, so we will get a sense. I- no, you won't. You will not get a sense. You know this. You, well, I mean, you know, you can tell me how Roseman handles these, but team by team, you get zero information. It's kind of pointless right. for them to speak. But I think you get a sense of – are we going to get aggression or not? Like, what, what's the f- feeling on the team and where they're going? I I think they're going to place a call for Russell Wilson. I don't think they're going to get him. That's what everybody's talking about in Philly right now, right? Yeah, Russell Wilson. Uh, it's all Russell he, Wilson. He was on the Today Show yesterday. For some reason, he was on the Today Show. I guess him and Ciara have a new children's book out or something. Listen, I under- Because I he's a why. dork. That's why. I totally get it. Every time I see the WIP tweet, I see the image of our friend Joe Giglio, and he says Jalen Hurts because he doesn't want to deal with any of that garbage next Mr. year or the year after. No, just... he doesn't want that. No, I, I get it. I know why you're in on Hurts. It do, it's nothing to do with the football. Like, you just don't want that crap, whatever it is, whatever that fake persona is. You don't want oh, to deal fake. with any of that. Yeah, I know. Also, I don't want to trade four number one picks for a 34 year old quarterback. Like, I think it would cost a lot to get him. But I think the Eagles will try. Good last year. Yeah, he had the hand injury. Yeah. Yeah, but what if it's okay? What if it is four ones? But we're not talking about four years of ones. Spread out over years, but they have three this year. And when they that's my point, right? So you can get it over, rip that bandaid off fairly quickly. You could. I mean, a lot of people would do it in Philadelphia. Uh, I think the Eagles will try. I don't think he's leaving Seattle. Agreed. I just think this is all nonsense. I mean, he, we, we do this talk every, about year. every year. Yep. Every exactly. year. And he never actually asked for a trade. Russell Wilson, like, he's like hints at it. <sighs> just these quarterbacks, man, I can't. Kyler and Russ, I can't stand them. Did you do the, the Russell <laughs> dance in your head last year when he, when the Bears were on his list? I'm sure you did. I mean, I would see the images and I would laugh about him. Like, that's not happening. They're not trading him in conference. Like, no, I. And yeah, the the Bears were desperate at the time, and right. they sh- they proved their desperation by uh, trading this year's first round pick. But you know what? Where would Justin Fields go this year? Is he one one two one point two to Detroit? Yes, I think you're right. I I saw someone recently say any of the five quarterbacks last year would be number a top would be better than Pickett or Willis this year. I think yeah. that's I think that's accurate. So maybe that was the right move. 
we'll find out. You know, there are some questions after what we saw last year, but Matt Nagy, long gone, thankfully. <laughs> Matt Nagy's out. On the other side, NFL Combine bets. How are we betting on the Combine 40 time? I've got a I've got a wager on an offensive lineman. We got Mel Kuyper on TV just raving about a wide receiver. We got a lot to hit on. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with its BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.